Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Uh, we're going to go back to our 420 show. You remember our 420 show, Longoria? I do. Not yeah. too, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And uh, I only had one good 420 story. And involved our next guest. His name is Mark Price. You know him as Skippy from Family Ties. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Mark. <laughs> so, so on 420, uh, I, I truly only have one good 420 show, and it involves you. Um, you were performing as a stand-up com- comedian in the every, early 90s. Every good 420 story should involve me. <laughs> and mine certainly does. Uh, so you were in Poughkeepsie, New York, Marist College. You did a stand-up show. And a couple of my fraternity brothers uh, were at the show. What, what, year would, what year would this be? Nine, I'm guessing 93, 94. Okay. All right. And, and, um, and you, you might remember the, the rest too. of the story. Let's remind your listeners, I'm young, too, at that point. It's not like I'm some... <laughs> no, exactly. And man you, in his 50s. I was probably about your age, right? Yeah. You, you performed an amazing show at, at the school, and my fraternity brothers brought you back to my house... And uh, the, the 420 story was we went up to my room to partake, and you scoffed at the brown uh, stuff that I had, and you pulled off a bag of uh, bright green uh, chronic, I believe was the term, back in the— Well, these, the, these days, everybody's familiar with that. You can get that anywhere. But back then, it was like I was—the word on the road was my stuff was better than Tommy Chong's. It was a treat, and it was eye uh, eye-opening and jaw-dropping. It was just this bright green— herb and we were like oh so anyway a fantastic time unfortunately now this is where i think you might remember the story um we we partied you were a big draw we had we had girls coming to the house and um and you woke up the next morning and someone had lifted your bag with all your stuff in it your clothes your plane ticket do you remember that (laughs) okay so look i've had all these amazing memories and stories in my life you know Jim Carrey teaching me to shave when I was 15 and <laughs> being, being working with celebrities and family ties and all that. And, and Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons from the movie I did trick or treat. And so I, I'm loaded with these amazing memories, mostly good. I tend to remember all the good things, but um, some of the bad things, but then there's all these stories that people tell me and I'm like, Whoa, really? So I do kind of vaguely remember, uh, being uh, sort of stranded with you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we, and I had to make one of our pledges, drive you your next gig in Boston. <laughs> That's great. And this was pre, I mean, That's this great. is pre-cell phone days, and, and you were like, oh, my agent's going to kill me. It was it was, it was, was a big moment in my life. To, to... Yeah, back then I had an agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Mark Price on the Mark Aram Show. Um, so I, I, I just wanted to... To, so you you have really not much memory of that evening or, or that following morning. Well, it's all crystal clear to you, sir. After yeah. <laughs> how many years? Um, I do uh, vaguely kind of as as you tell me about it. I kind of vaguely remember. Again, you know, I'm the guy. I have people all the time. They come up to me. I, I met this girl I dated, and she was like, "Remember that night we went back to the hotel and Pearl Jam was staying at the hotel and we partied with them all night?" And I'm like, 
No. <laughs> well, that you should remember. Uh, but what, but what stands out my mind is, and I've got a picture of of you coming into my house. Um, you, I mean, the, you were it, just the girls were falling all over you. The dudes were like, "Oh my!" The the level of of celebrity you have from being in a sitcom, especially in those days when you know cable TV was in its infancy and there's no streaming services. You were you walked in that place like a rock star. It was a crazy yes, and call it my Skippy superpowers. Which, <laughs> by the way, have waned. They have waned. Nice. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was quite a quite a ride, and in some, to some extent, I'm still I'm still riding the train. I um, wait, that didn't sound right, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm out I'm out there. I don't play colleges anymore because I would get arrested or canceled or something. Uh, you know how woke colleges became. So so you get you get the the you family know, in, those, t- in those days. I was your I don't know if your school was a party school, but I used to play party school. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, yeah. they called it they mattress don't have college. Schools anymore? <laughs> That's not a thing anymore, is it? That's it is not a thing. So if you don't if you don't mind, let's go let's go back in the wayback machine. 1982, Family Ties premieres. How did how did you get cast in Family Ties as Skippy, the iconic Skippy? I was a little uh, kid comedian, right? So I was following in the footsteps of my dad, and my dad's old school. My dad was on the radio with Fred Allen in 1940. Wow. My dad was friends with and worked very closely with Sammy Davis Jr. and George Burns and those old school showbiz guys that are sadly no longer with us. Uh, Don Rickles was a friend of his, who's who's one of the last of those guys that's no longer with us too. And um, so I had this great introduction to showbiz and I moved out to California with my dad when my parents got divorced because my mom hated showbiz and she hated my dad. And that's, (laughs) All we ever wanted was to be a part of showbiz. <laughs> like the two of us were all crazy about Hollywood. We loved it. And uh, I came out to Hollywood and went on the Merv Griffin show. Wow. Do you remember? Yeah, of you course. Merv? And he's credited with giving a lot of comedians their breaks, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno and all that. They'll all tell you that before they were on The Tonight Show, they were on the Merv Griffin show, you know. And um, so. They, it went real well for me. I was very young, and then the NBC called me in, and they wanted to find something for me, and it ended up being family ties and not mama's family or something less exciting, <laughs> so I got very lucky. That's amazing. And did you, I mean, did you get the gig right away, or did you have to audition? I auditioned. I mean, really what happened was if I auditioned, NBC was looking for something for me, and then at the same time, I auditioned for that separately. And NBC stuck their head in. And, you know, the first time I was on Family Test, it was just a one-time role. But NBC said, hey, you know, that would, uh, he's, he looks young. That's a good thing. Keep Michael J. Fox young, you know. And um, they, they pushed it through somehow. I, don't, I guess the, Gary Goldberg, our executive producer, um, I think I reminded him of him when he was a nerdy kid. So. That, well, nerdy kids everywhere got behind the character. All right, Mark Price vaguely remembers our first meeting back in 1993. We'll continue our conversation. Skippy from Family Ties next on the Mark Aram Show. Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I'm going to put that uh, picture of, of Mark in my Instagram story right now, at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Continue our conversation with comedian, actor, sitcom royalty, 
Mark Price, a.k.a. Skippy from Family Ties uh, on the Mark Aram Show. So uh, Family Ties, uh, you get cast, uh, like, fantastic job of casting there. You're on, you're on the show. What's your relationship like with Michael J. Fox? Because he's older than you at that point, right? What was the relationship between you and Michael J. Fox? Yeah, so he's just a little older than me, but in those days it's a bigger difference. It's a bigger spread. You know how it is when you're an adult and you're a few years away from somebody, it's no big deal. But if I'm 14 and he's 22 or whatever, it's not exactly <laughs> perfect, the perfect match. But he took me under his wing like a like a little brother, and he taught me about comedy and he taught me about girls. And he used to let me get his overflow. Oh, nice! <laughs> like. like <laughs> Like plankton feeding off a whale, I would follow her around at the nightclub and stuff, and uh, and so I'm I'm just forever grateful. We raise money for the Michael J. Fox Foundation in every city we go to because I recognize that I might not be touring if it wasn't for his charm and talent. And he's um, he's got that great foundation, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. There's a new uh, documentary about his life that's out called Still. And that just uh, just came out like last week or whatever, and um, it looks fantastic. He's he's still got it. Indeed. So Family Ties runs from eighty two to eighty nine, and smack dab in the middle of that, a movie comes out called Back to the Future, which I I just can imagine just blew up the popularity of both the show and Michael J. Fox. Without question, that was a big uh, you know shift in the in the show and. If the timing was right for me, that's when I started doing a bunch of episodes and all, and it just it all got crazy. As 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 you pointed out, I would go to a college and people. Once I was on an island, I was shooting a movie, and we were in an on an island off the coast of China, you know, like a fishing village, you know, with little huts and stuff. But somebody had a TV, and man, they, they wanted to make me king of that island. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, ironically, Deborah Green, my producer, pulled up a story that quotes uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, uh, talking about what happened after uh, the end of Happy Days. And he went through an eight- or nine-year time period where he was just simply typecast and, and couldn't get any action or any traction career-wise. Did you face similar obstacles after Family Ties end? Did people just say, oh, that's Skippy from Family Ties, and, and that's all? He's, he's, he, Henry Winkler, by the way, did fine. He was acting in big movies as well as he, he became a producer, which is something that I did for a little while, too. Behind the scenes, I produced shows for um, you know, the Game Show Network and the Food Network and anything that has a, the word network in it <laughs> after it. And um, uh, TBS and E. I had a series that was on E that I helped create and produce. And um, so I got into the behind the scenes thing a little bit too. But uh, you, you know, I never minded it as much. People, I never minded it as much as people want me to mind it. That people still call me Skippy and stuff. I first of all, they don't that often anymore. It's more me calling myself Skippy now. <laughs> they remember me. I'm Skippy. <laughs> and um, but it's been a uh, it's been excellent for me touring. It's been excellent for me to uh, introduce myself to the you know to the generation that remembers and loves Family Ties as Mark Price. You know that's what I get to do. So forty cities last year, and I head out tomorrow to Alaska for three cities, and then I go to Colorado, and then get this. Now I'm just going to the most beautiful places on the earth. I'm uh, heading towards uh, Oregon and Washington State after that. You know spring summer. Uh, beauty. It's I'm I'm psyched, but I I I pay my dues. I play a lot in New Jersey and Ohio, and <laughs> when it's cold, I go in the winter and stuff. That's the, it. Turns out the colder and more uncomfortable it is outside, the better for comedy ticket sales. 
talking to Mark Price on the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Your career arc from the, from how you got cast into Family Ties, it, it seems to me you consider yourself a comedian and who just happened to get into acting. Is that is that true? Are you, you've always been a comedian and will always continue to be a comedian? Yeah, the guys I look up to, Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, I got to open for them on tour back in those days. Um, you ask them, they're not going to say, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a host. I'm a sitcom star. They're not going to say that. They're yeah. comedians. And that was always the most important thing to them. The irony was that when I was on Family Ties so young, those guys were already established as the funniest young you know, comics in the country at comedy clubs as comedy clubs were booming and all that. They were the top guys. But they didn't have TV series yet. Jay Leno was not the host of The Tonight Show. Jerry Seinfeld didn't have a sitcom. And I did. <laughs> so those guys wanted to talk to me. You know, Paul Reiser came and asked me questions. And, you know, I, you know, I went to Thanksgiving dinner with them, I remember. And a lot of those guys, Drew Carey, Tim Allen, um, they were all unknowns. Uh, not unknowns. No, again, you can't, I can't say that. Yeah. They were very known in the comedy community, but they were they didn't have series yet. Let's just leave it at that. They were already very popular in comedy. That's, that's amazing at, at your age to have the experience under your belt of – uh, being a sitcom star and and talking to these co- comedy legends whose TV careers were in front of them and hadn't happened yet and and uh, just the juxtaposition of that. Um, I got to ask you, uh, I mean, is is Family Ties currently? Can folks stream it? Are, are are you still making money off of Family Tie reruns? They drive a giant truck to my house and just drop <laughs> off cash. Excellent on a weekly basis. Um, again, you know, I I don't complain. I might not make as much money from family ties as I did back then, but who does? Who makes who makes money from something from thirty five years ago? If they send me anything at all, it's a bonus, right? Uh it's been such a tremendous boon for me that uh I'm I'm nothing but appreciative. But it's but it is still so a younger generation, like Longoria's ten year old daughter. You're still you're getting a newer generation of folks that are being introduced to the show somehow, somehow via streaming or on demand. But you said it earlier. You know, it's a new world now. There's a million things to watch. There's not just three options. So yeah, some young kids watch it with their parents and stuff, and some people in their 30s know about it. But it doesn't have the impact on that generation the sure. way it did on those of us that grew up with it. And there were only three channels, and Cosby wasn't America's number one predator. <laughs> oh, the good old days. By the days. way, thank you, Bill Cosby, for making me instantly suspect. I played an innocent character on an 80s sitcom. There you go. It's Paramount Plus, De- Deborah Green tells comedy me. Comedy clubs, the girls don't even touch their drinks. They, they, you, can, you can stream it on Paramount Plus. Mark, real quick, tell us how we can get more information about the tour dates and how we can come see you. Ijoke.com. I-J-O-K. Did I just spell that wrong? I, yeah, I, didn't go to school. I went to school on the set. I didn't actually go to classes at college. I just there you go. went to the frat parties. Ijoke.com. You can figure out how to spell it. I-J-O-K-E.com. Mark, great reminiscing with your brother. Best of luck in the tour. And I would love to have you back on the show again. You got it, man. Thanks for being so cool. I do recollect that you were very warm. and uh, <laughs> You know, I was a, a, a fig app. Exactly. So Same they, here. Yeah. We're they for... made me an honorary one. I never actually went to college. Remember oh. that? I didn't go to school ever. <laughs> we're for, we're fraternity oh, brothers. You're, you're a up too. So exactly. We're, both, we're brothers. Exactly. Mark, a pleasure, buddy. Uh, news, weather, and traffic straight ahead on 95.5 WSB. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.